Hello, everybody. Hello, Dan. This is uh, our second time starting a fucking podcast because uh, we had some technical issues. Because because why not? Because it's that's just what happens when you start doing things like this. Yes, but hi. I guess so. Hello. Welcome to the second episode of our podcast that now does have a name. Katie mm-hmm. and Lily K do a film podcast. The person who's talking is Katie. Oh yeah. Hi, and- I'm Katie. And and I am I am Lily Kay, not Troy Baker. Still still not, but we are working on it. It's it's gonna happen, guys. <laughs> Do you think if we just keep like indirecting him, he'll eventually just be like, all right. You you never know. Maybe yeah. that that is what he needs. Just keep hearing his name, and suddenly he's gonna just appear like it's just okay, like I'm Candyman. Pre- Maybe if we say it three times, so in the next Ooh. podcast as well, he's just gonna appear. Well, like, okay, much more Beetlejuice style, okay. We can go with Bloody Mary and, and all that fun stuff. Uh, there's way too many of those, honestly. It's like and it's always three. It's always it's three always, times. Well, yeah, three is the magic number, as it, we all know. It is, but it, it's getting a bit tired, if I'm <laughs> honest. I'm like, I mean, there are other numbers out there, guys. Like, can you just find something else other than three? It's it's really not that Yeah, we're hard. just going to find all the people who created these legends and be like, um, have you considered uh, changing the number? It's kind of tired. Um, yeah, it is a bit, um, well, not too good. Like, let's just be honest. Like, there are, you know, <laughs> four, seven, uh, six, uh, six, 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 if, if we are really going to the demonic part and all that. Part Seems part a bit part. excessive saying something 666 uh, six times yeah, in the mirror. I guess I, I guess maybe that is the reason why they are choosing the number three. Mm, well, enough. we will never know unless we write a horror movie and just, you know, figure it out on <laughs> but we're not talking we about horror it. movies today we're talking oh, about a no. different movie oh yeah that's true that i mean it has it, it it has the devil in there if if you know what i mean yeah so. if, if you haven't picked up on it yeah or just not read the title we're talking today about uh the devil all the time not devil of all time as i keep trying to call it devil all the time which is uh out on netflix came out yesterday as of recording this Indeed. Um, it's got a bunch of very d- decent actors in it. It's got um, decent, decent. It had genius actors in it. I'm, I'm, come on. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, got, I'm, I'm saying, really decent. You know, <laughs> really decent. All right, I, I can take that. So here's the deal. We both watched it mm-hmm. separately, of yep. course. Uh, and uh, I think, to my standards. It was a masterpiece, but Katie thinks that it was a really good movie, so not a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call it a masterpiece. Yes. Uh, so what we're going to talk about today is the movie itself, obviously, yeah. and our different takes on it, because I think it's safe to say that we might not be on the same page about everything. Uh, yeah, I reckon we're pretty... We're pretty on the same page about most things. I just happen to have issues with it where I, I think it seems like you don't. Is it's uh, yes, Pro- probably, probably. Um, and before we start talking about it, uh, let's uh, give credit. So it is based on a book by Donald Ray Pollock, uh, and it is. Featuring Robert Pattinson, it's not gonna turn into Robert Pattinson podcast. I can <laughs> promise you that, but um, it's it it is just his turn now. Just that's it. Keep turning just up. Have to live with it. <laughs> Look, if he turns up uh, in episode three, then we have our thing. Okay. <laughs> it, he's he's not he's not gonna turn up in episode three. I'm I'm gonna stop you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fight you no i'm not and I'm, I'm you know all that murderous talk in the last podcast it's just it's just joking before anyone gets too scared i'm just <laughs> messing around don't i mean am i though no, no never mind <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Robert Pattinson, Tom Holland, who I am in love with after this movie, if I'm <laughs> honest. Uh, Mr. Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise in It. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayley Bennett, uh, Riley Kog, uh, Harry Melling, who is actually Dudley Dursley yeah. in the Harry Potter movies. And when I found out, I was like, what the? Yeah, we'll talk um, about him in a bit because uh, oh, I, I, um, yeah, I think he's a standout in this film. Oh, definitely. And then we have Sebastian Stan, so we have two Marvel superheroes in here, mm-hmm. my friends too. And uh, Jason Clark, I would say these are the main peoples in the story. Yeah. Um, and it was directed by, I think director is not that well known, at least I don't know too much about him. His no. name is Antonio Campos and... Mm-hmm. Uh, he only directed 13 movies so far. One of them was, uh, what was it? Homemade. No, that's, oh, I think these are all TV series. Uh, I don't actually know much about him. Hang on. Antonio Campos? Campos? He directed an episode for The Punisher. Oh, sweet. He directed five episodes for The Sinner. And there's a Homemade uh, series. I think this is a series as well. It is, yes. So he's, he's mostly known for his TV shows, I guess. So he's not that well-known, uh, I would say. Yeah, it seems like he's a... Uh, this seems to be kind of his first particularly big, ho- high-profile um, piece. Uh, especially as it's on it's, Netflix yeah. and it had quite a big big cast and it got quite... It, it was um, marketed quite heavily they've they've kind of they've pushed this one uh, quite a bit i saw a lot of people talking about it when the trailer came out and everything so um yeah it's a do you want to go f- i was gonna say it is a movie do you want to go <laughs> first uh oh wait actually before we start i want to say obviously we're going to be talking spoilers big time oh, yes. spoilers on this i also want to say that a lot of the themes and uh what, what is the the events of the film uh have a lot of uh it's very violent and there's a lot of um themes of um, really dark yeah it's it's pretty dark so i'm gonna put out a content warning just in case um if uh, because there's the yeah there's just a lot of stuff in here like there's a lot of talk of violence and sexual abuse and all these sorts of things so if you're not in a place to be hearing about that then we understand we won't take it personally (laughs) percent. um I, th- I think I, I I should go first. Because yeah, I think I th- I want I want you to go first, and then I want to like basically pick apart your entire. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Are we gonna fight? No, no I don't think we're gonna fight. We're gonna have a heat. <laughs> we're gonna have a lively discussion. That's fine. I can I can live with that. I think. I think yes. I think <laughs> you think. Okay, great. <laughs> Episode two, and we kill the podcast immediately. No, that's not gonna happen. Um. Okay, so when I started watching it, uh, I wasn't really sure if I'm gonna enjoy it or not because I think it starts a tiny bit slow. Uh, I I mean, I think the whole movie itself is a bit of a slow burner, so it, it takes time to evolve to something bigger and for you to see the bigger picture in there. 
which in the end becomes for me it became brilliant and i actually loved uh, the aspect that they took that they closed down a full circle with it and uh, what i mean by that is this fact so we start with Willard, who is the father of our main protagonist, who is played by Tom Holland, and uh, his name is Arvin. And if you're not going to believe this, Katie, but I remember the names, so I'm I'm not actually looking at anything. Spectacular. I the names. <laughs> so Willard uh, comes home uh, from World War Two, and. Uh, this is where the main point of the first story, uh, well, the first storyline basically lies, is that uh, his mother uh, promises to God that if his son returns safely, then he's going to marry Helen, who is also kind of a main character in here, or at least I she, think... She's, she... I, I, it's very difficult to talk about main characters in this movie because there's it a is. lot of sort of there's a lot of stories going on and there's different parts of the story where there is a certain character who is your main protagonist in that moment so indeed, um indeed. i agree I yes agree. uh she he he gets uh, promised to by her mother his mother to marry this woman helen who's played by um mia mia vasikovska i don't know how to say her last name yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize profusely because i've seen her in stuff before and i think she's great Really? Yeah. I think she's awful. Oh. I don't. I, I don't like her at all. Um. For me, she has one face, and that's it. Have you um, seen Stoker? Yes. Oh, it's my, my it's, it's a friend of mine's favorite film. Um, and I I, I think she's particularly good in that one. No, but I don't think th this is not what we're talking about today. So please yeah, continue. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. So basically, um, um, uh, the main theme of this movie is obviously God and fate and religion. I, I feel like, at mm. least. And uh, I think it's very important at the beginning that the mother makes this promise to God. Um, obviously, there's nothing uh, magical or nothing religious happening in this movie. Uh, like, it's not like Green Mile, where it actually turns out that John Coffey has uh, the power uh, to heal people. So it's, it's not like that, but the religion takes a main place in here. And... Uh, while watching the movie and see everything unfold, like how Willard uh, marries the girl who he met like one time and immediately falls in love with her. And then Helen is taken by the preacher who turns out to be a fucking maniac. I can't, <laughs> I can't see anything better about him. Um, mm. he, you can't help but think about the fact like, what if Willard... Uh, married Helen and how would that change the story I mean it would change it majorly uh, because at, at first glance uh, it does feel a bit generic I would say uh, when you first watch the movie it, it feels like just you know just your usually mystery uh, drama I would say uh, but then as you go deeper into the storyline and how it evolves uh, with time uh, one theme is certainly there uh, and that is religion uh, and how some people take it way too far in my honest opinion mm. and, and the second theme is for me, at least, was was absolutely the fact that what would have happened if, like, 
the devil all the time like even the title says uh and even the description of the movie actually says that um arvin uh played by tom holland again um is in this sinister circle um and and i just i just couldn't have but feel throughout the movie and just think about how it would have been different if it goes if if Willard makes a different decision and and even with the characters later on who who come up it's it's like i just can't help but think that what what would what what if what if what if what if what if and i think what they did masterfully in here is how they introduce us to characters and how um nice and slowly everything came together like in terms of jason clark's character uh who honestly at first when he showed up and then suddenly disappeared as well uh i was like okay well that that's that's it that's all the jason clark that we're gonna get because he turns up at the very beginning and then uh he basically is not even there for like an hour mm. or even more than that so it was like okay he had like a really glorified <laughs> cameo in here and that's it but then later on he comes back and the way he comes back you suddenly gonna be like oh my god <laughs> like okay okay I, I i am now interested like how are they gonna uh you know come to an end with the whole whole thing like how how his story is gonna play out and what what i think made it really really good for me is how it all ended mm-hmm. um like i was i was properly scared for tom holland <laughs> at the end i was like oh my god like so many times i was just biting my nails off because i was like i, I can't i can't deal with this right now um and i think how they choose to go about it i didn't read the book like i just like to put it out there so i don't know if it happens the same way in the book as well but i have a guess that maybe not um but how it all came to a full circle for all the characters like the one ones we started off like even villard uh and the ones we are closing with it it was just so beautifully done uh we get a satisfying ending for Jason Clark's mass murderer character, which I was like so happy about. I was like, oh my God, please, please just have Tom Holland be the smart one and, <laughs> and the one who actually thinks and just doesn't jump into this situation mm-hmm. like an idiot. Um, and, and then um, how Sebastian Stan's character basically gets what he deserves because it, I, I think it, it became really clear at the very beginning that even though he was the sheriff and uh oh, he was trying to be the sheriff at the beginning he, anyway. he was trying he was trying to be yes uh he he was a bad person like <laughs> there's no two ways about it mm. and 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 even though the body count for tom holland is the biggest in this movie uh he was the only one who was he was actually a, a good person and um looking at his father uh i i I am surprised that, you know, he didn't become this really estranged person from reality and and could uh, still love people like how he loved uh, his stepsister, basically, or how he cared about others. Because what happens with him at the beginning was so traumatic that if it would have happened to me, I think I would be like, I don't know, in the psych ward or something. <laughs> It's it's just it, it, oh my god if my father would have done something like Willard does in the movie I would be I would be done for life mm. 
but he he still becomes a good person and uh i think especially with the narration it was oh it was so good it was uh one of the best narrations i've i've heard uh since so redemption um i i think um um, I don't remember how he says it exactly, but uh, mm. um, he he does say that uh, um, Arvin truly believed uh, that the police would realize that uh, he he was the good guy. Yeah. I think it's, it's something like that. He, yeah, and there's some kind of mention of uh, how he had hope. He hoped that um, the hoped, police would yes. see that he he did something was that good. was like necessary or, or whatever. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't kill people just to kill them but the people who killed it was they were actually bad people mm. um, and then at the end uh there are two options mentioned for arvin how his story is gonna end and one of them is having a family and um the other one is going to war to the vietnam war mm. and i think it is very 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 poetically done that uh uh, the war is there as well as it was uh, for his father yeah. and uh, how they left it open for you basically to decide what's going to happen with Orvin. I think it's it, it was just brilliant for me. I, I truly, truly enjoyed every minute of this movie because even though it was a bit of a slow burner, I, I think it, it worked. It worked really well with me. Okay. Well, I, I there is a lot of the, what you are saying that I absolutely agree with. I'm going to go through my notes because I wrote a bunch of notes after I finished the movie and because I, uh, I wanted to uh, to really put everything down. So I'll go through my pros. I've put in um, incredible performances. I've said Tom Holland really is a fucking standout in this film. Like he Definitely. is incredible in it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it is, he's not Spider-Man in this movie. So if you're going oh, and expecting not. anything close to that, you're gonna be uh, surprised. I said, and, was, and also, I would say, if you are young and you are like, "Hey, look, Tom Holland's in a movie. Don't watch this," and to, no. to no, <laughs> make no, sure you know what you're going in, going in for this, because it's um, it's a lot. Um, I said, uh, it, I mean, it fucking it looks incredible. All the um, mm-hmm. all the the locations are really um, beautifully shown off. Like everything in in the woods. Uh, I mm-hmm. thought it was really nice to look at. I thought it was. Um, yeah. I liked the element of grain that you got to everything. It, it was. It was just sort of a texture to everything that I really enjoyed looking at. Um, and I. I also said I really liked the voiceover in it, which I think is very difficult to point, uh, pull off. And I think it could have gone very badly for them. But actually, I think it really works for it. I was. I did spend a lot of the movie wondering if we were going to find out who was telling this story. But I, I, by the end, I kind of realized it's not. I guess it doesn't really matter too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is sort of just like an. It, um, or I mean, I guess one could argue that because there is a lot of talk of religion, like you said, and God, and what God would want, and what people doing yeah. things in the name of God. You, you I guess, I, I'm, I'm kind of put it out there as like an idea that maybe it was the voice yeah. of god like looking over everything and being like these are what these people are doing um i like that. I'm, I just thought that right now but there you I, go i honestly like that um that could that that's kind of interesting actually um but yeah uh i my uh cons for it though i don't think i got what the point of it was um, but what what do you mean? I like, like when I when I finished the film, 
and like I was taking in all of the events that had just happened I was like but why should I care was kind of the the feeling I got by the end of it like I didn't give a shit about the sheriff like I did not care about his storyline at all um, I think you had to. Like, I don't think that was the intention in there. But the, you spend so much time. Well, even then, it's like mm-hmm. you spend so much time with a bunch of different people. It, yeah. it is. There is a feeling of like, well, I should give a shit about how this is meant to tie in with everything. And I will say that everything does tie in with each other. I won't. I won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. You know. I won't deny that the, there's everybody who is brought up in this film has a purpose, and they do fulfill that purpose by the end of the movie i just there were multiple like there were just a couple of points where i was like i just feel like there's too many of them and half of them i didn't give a shit about and it's like i i don't think that they were superfluous i just felt like you could take this story rework it so that there's less people in it still have everything tied together and it would feel like i just thought i found it too long personally i really did um that that's I found it. I found it to be too like because it got to the point uh, when Arvin goes in to kill the preacher, mm-hmm. um, played by Robert Pattinson, and I was like, "This felt like the end of the movie to me." And I realized there was forty minutes left on it, and I was like, "Christ, all right then." Um, Why did you feel like then? I just it got. I was. I mean, maybe it was because uh, I was conscious at the time because I had. I had other things I had to do that day. So I, I, I went into it and I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch this and I have to go do this thing. I actually didn't finish the movie before I had to go out and get my little brother from school. Um, I still had about 20 minutes of it left, so I had a kind of a break. Um, I don't know if that affected it or anything, but by the time I'd gotten to, like, it's about an hour and 40 in the film or, or maybe, yeah, about an hour and 40 into the movie when he, oh, yeah, he goes yeah. to kill the preacher. And I was like, yeah. this feels like the end of the movie. And then it was like, you have 40 minutes left. And I'm like, oh, God, really? <laughs> like, I understood by the time I got to the end, I was like, oh, I can see all the things that they are wrapping up here now. I just felt like that was kind of... At the point we had gotten to, I, I was like, I don't care about uh, the couple. I don't care about the sheriff. I did. I didn't give a shit about finding out what happened to the rest of their stories. Um, so when it got to that um, that climax, that other climax in the movie when uh, the sheriff comes after Arvin, I was like, "All right, I guess." But this didn't feel like I. I felt like if you were gonna have this sheriff be this important to the end of Arvin's story, I would have liked to have seen more of him because you really don't you don't see him that much in this movie. Like, he pops up at one point, and then he goes away for a long time, and then he suddenly pops up later, and you find out that he's... Like, you, the first time you see him, you find out he's trying to run for sheriff. And you, you get the impression from him that he's he's a shit. Like, he's, he clearly is kind of the worst. But then you don't see him for ages? And by the time you see him again, he's been sheriff for a really long time, and is apparently corrupt, and has been taking, like... I, I, I think, I guess, bribes under the table, and then suddenly he goes off and kills the two people who were, like in the way of him potentially getting being the sheriff again and I was kind of like I this isn't working for me at all but didn't you think that um, it did come to a full circle with him and Arvin because honestly that that was the main point and I think that the bribing and everything just came in because it it, it is said in the movie that um, his sister um was actually working for these two people and i think he killed oh, them because really 
I didn't yeah. hear that. Are I sure? must have missed that because I did not know that. Because when he finds the picture that in in yeah, I honestly house, was I honestly just thought he was trying to cover up anything that no. his sister could be doing that could no, like no, if no, people no. if if people found out about what his sister was doing, then that would look badly on him, and therefore he had to get rid of the evidence in that respect. I did not realize that she was working for those other two dudes. That now makes a bit more sense. <laughs> See, <laughs> I told you we have to talk about it. Um, but but for me, um, I don't think that the the movie's intention was uh, for us to actually care about the sheriff because he has a more a really important part at the beginning and at the end as well. Uh, but it also comes into a full circle for me with him because he is the one who saves Arvin, um, and he is. Well, saves him. Well, basically, he is the one who is called mm. uh, when Alvin finds his dad, and um, you know he's obviously we are see a we see a flashback where he does give a shit about the kid and what he's feeling, um, and at the end, the kid he saved is gonna be the death of him, and I think how they did it, it, it just came into full circle for me i just can't i can't stop repeat this because i think the whole movie's point was how we influence each other mm. and how we can have an influence on a life that we didn't even know about until that point i mean if if you remember at the beginning when um uh, Rillard goes into that coffee shop that's when we see jason clark uh characters meeting uh with the girl with the sheriff's sister yeah and 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 that was like it was a tiny touch, but uh, yeah, but... I just I just don't. It didn't. I feel like if you wanted to have that kind of uh, full circle nature to it, I would I would want to feel more of one way or another about the sheriff, and I just didn't care about him at all. Like I I would have wanted to hated him a lot, or I would have like wanted to kind of give a shit about what was going on with him. I just I didn't give a shit either way. Like at that point, I was like, "I do okay." I guess he's. I just didn't. I just didn't care. No, it, for me, it was it was more than enough to know that he's a piece of shit. Like I, I, I don't it, have. I guess I, it, it, compared to the fact that we got to see, um, I'm like I think one of the, the the things that does work very well is uh Arvin's sort of um the build up to Arvin killing the preacher who's played by Robert yeah, Pattinson. Yeah who's creepy as shit in this movie. Oh, He's so oh, creepy and, like, gross. Oh. And I really hated, like, everything about him. That was... Uh, that's why, honestly, why that part worked very well for me because it was, like, that whole build-up you have of him uh, grooming uh, Lenore. Um, yes. And you have how he treats her. I would have yeah. liked it to be a little bit... I mean, I guess you got... I, got, I, I think it could have been a bit clearer in some of the dialogue in that scene where he goes to see... She goes to see him. Um, I, 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 maybe it was just because I was having trouble hearing him properly in the scene but I felt like it, maybe they could have been a little bit clearer in that she uh, was asking what she was asking of him in that moment I guess because um, uh, I, I, I got from the scene that he was basically being like uh, you can't have this baby because it's going to look bad for me um, uh, and I, I, on, I thought in that scene later when she goes into the barn and gets the bucket, I genuinely thought she was going to give herself an abortion. Me too. 
I, honestly. I, I, so when she took the robe and when they stood on the bucket, I was like, this is oddly, like, less bad than what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> like, it's not, like, every, what happens to her is awful. But I thought we were going to get something very graphic. <laughs> and um... then... And then we didn't, and I was like, "Oh, okay, good." Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that—that I mean, that's just the the sort of because I was like, I went to really like quite a disturbing place, and it went to slightly less disturbing place in the scene. And I was like, "Oh, okay, fine, I can yeah, get on board was, with this." Yes, I I was the same. I was I was pretty sure that she's going to do something to have an abortion mm. like i i didn't know how or what was the plan yeah but uh, but obviously my mind is really dark i, <laughs> I think yours as well so we can say yeah i i blame this all on a movie that i had to watch during um film school called Pichot, uh which oh, involves a, yeah which involves a very graphic uh scene involving an abortion um yep, yep, and I, 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 think, yep. <laughs> I think it just sort of it comes into my brain every so often i'm like oh yeah that's the thing that that happened um, uh, yes, and I think that's my memory as well. That's yeah. why I was like, it's it's gonna happen, and um, and that's why it, it, it you know I still what happens to her is is really no, it's sad. Awful. It's awful. it's so sad. It, uh, actually, that was I think that was the scene that shook me up the most. Mm. Like I I was like, oof, that is just even the narrator is like, you know, uh, she wants to hang herself because of all the things that the preacher says. Like, oh, I know, think no, it's there's an element of it too. Like, um, I I, I it, it's in that the, the scene previous to it, uh, it, it's like a little flashback. Um, he's basically being like, you can't have this baby, and I think she because she's such a religious person uh there's a, I, I don't maybe it I, i'm not sure i um i'm not sure maybe there's an element of like this is a better idea if i kill myself this is a yeah. better idea yeah. than yeah. if i were to have this baby or yeah i don't i guess pro- abortion probably didn't come across her mind at all actually. i i guess so I guess um, so. I don't even know if he, if she knows how to do it or if she knew that that was an option. Mm. I because... but there's also that element of um, I the, maybe I don't know. I was gonna say um, killing her, her baby. There's like the whole I I imagine uh, with a religious background that would be like completely sacrilegious. But then suicide is also meant to be a sin. So I don't fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. Um, I think how the movie plays with the religion ex- uh, aspect of it, I think it's really, really smart mm. um, because I, I actually love movies that do this. Uh, one of my favorite ones uh, in this category is The Mist, where okay. um, we have a religious woman in there who is like madly religious, mm. like to the point where you're like, you just want to murder her. It was, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it can be too much. Let, let's agree on that. Like, yeah, and uh, honestly, I, there are very few. I mean, there are characters in stuff that I I will have a tendency to just hate off the bat than uh, people who moralize using religion. Um, yep. To basically use religion as an excuse to be a shitty person. An, indeed, indeed. Like I can't, I can't stand it. They are like no. they're, they're just completely reprehensible to me, and I, I, it's one of the many reasons why I fucking hated Robert Pattinson's character in this. Um, right. But like right. in a good way, clearly this is a way that they they had intended for this character to be, and he's just, I just completely reprehensible. 
Yeah. It, I mean, um, in, in The Mist, it was Marcia Gay Harden mm-hmm. who uh, played Mrs. Carmody. And she was super religious. Like, it got to a point where uh, she managed to convince everyone that the only way they can survive the monsters in the mist if they sacrifice someone. Like, that batshit crazy stuff. Yeah. And for me, the preacher in here and all the religious figures here, like, honestly, I don't think anyone who was religious in this movie was normal. Like, other yeah. than the grandma, maybe. Uh, yeah. I, I, Robert Pattinson's character was so so fucked up honestly <laughs> like from the beginning yeah like I, I when he showed up i honestly thought that they're gonna introduce him as as someone who is like really likable and you know they're gonna mislead us but nope mm. he was just a fucking creep from the beginning yep. and i i i hated everything about him <laughs> I, I hated the way he talked i hated the way he was using these poor girls and and you know what he did to lenore mm. uh and 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 it worked perfectly mm. like uh this whole movie as well as a whole <laughs> is is about uh how religion can really really badly affect uh our view of life uh for me i would say no i think it's it's how people it i think it is really that thing of like um how people use religion to justify um the things that they do like um or it did like uh like a fucking what's his face the guy who plays dudley i can't remember his name uh harry something I will I will have it in a second. Uh, the character's name is Roy, anyway. He's a preacher. Roy, he's yes, also yes, a preacher. Yes. And he comes along... Harry um, Melling. Ha- Harry Melling, thank you. Yes. Um, uh, he, um, also, just because I, I feel like I didn't talk about it enough, he's fucking fantastic in this movie. Oh, I am, so I'm so happy that he's getting like this incredible... Because he's also in The Old Guard, which is also on Netflix. <laughs> and it, he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, his character in that is also very good. Um, I'm, I'm excited very for him good. to do some more stuff because I'm really enjoying watching him. Um, I think he... I mean, he locks himself in a room for two weeks and then decides that he can hear God and God wants him to kill, kill his, his wife. wife and so that he can bring her back. Yep. Uh, and then it's like I, there's a lot of people... Th- putting more stock in the powers that God has than um, they should or like expecting him to be more present than he is because um, I don't I don't know about you but I grew up um, Catholic uh, so the, but the the teaching that I always got from school was that we have free will and that um, it's like we we pray in order to uh, you know, put what we want out into the universe, basically, and it's yeah. it's not that if you uh, if you pray immediately, the things that you want are going to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like you can't you can't pray to God and then expect Him to bring somebody back from the dead. That's not how this works. Like there are, it's really not. <laughs> um, like I always think about this is there's a story of like a, a guy who uh, like he was in a boat and he capsized. And I think this is I don't know where this story comes from. I don't think it's a true story, but I think it's like a parable sort of thing uh, where he was, he's in a boat and he capsized and then um, like one boat comes along and they're like, hey, do you want a hand? And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. God's going to save me. And so the boat guy leaves and then another boat comes along and they're like, hey, do you need a hand? And he's like, no, no, that's fine. God will save me. I'm, I'm going to be okay. And then he drowns. 
and he gets to heaven and, and he says to God, I was like, why didn't you save me? He goes, dude, I sent you two boats with people in them. Uh, <laughs> don't know what else you were expecting from me. It's, and I think there's an element of that sort of thing where people are, there are people in this story who are so fanatic in their faith that they think God is going to personally come down and work through them to uh, to make whatever they want happen. So, so I, I think how they presented the whole thing, like uh, we have um, the maniac in Roy's character mm. who's like just madly believes that God is talking to him and, and kills his wife. Yep. And uh, we have... Uh, the preacher who uses religion against poor girls to yep. prey on them. And then we have Willard, uh, who is Orvin's father, who, who once again turns to fate because if you make a sacrifice, you can heal another person. Yep. And I think how they put all this in there, uh, it is sadly so freaking true because there are people out there who are just like this. And it's just maddening to me to even think about it. Like, I think that's that's why it, it hits so hard. Like, while we were watching the preacher story unfold, uh, I couldn't stop thinking about Spotlight. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just in my mind the whole time because that is something yeah. uh, that happened very recently. And, you know, it's this one is a work of fiction, but... It grabs the sad reality, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. I, what I find interesting about it, though, is that I don't, I don't think it is a, it's not a condemnation of faith. It is just showing not? how. No, I think it's just showing how people will abuse it. I don't think that there was anything wrong with faith, faith in general, because I think, I think Lenore clearly got a lot out of it, and so did um, uh, the grandmother. And all those, yeah, yeah. these people, but I think that when people start, it's that thing of when people start using it um, as a way right. to justify the means, yeah, their their actions, uh, their terrible, terrible actions, or, or they think that uh, by doing X thing, another thing will happen. When I, I just, I just, I don't think I, I never got the impression of it that it was like, hey, religion is bad. I think it's just that people can be. It's it's that people can be bad, um, and they can use this thing in a way to uh, justify themselves. Like it, 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 they they use it as a scapegoat when it really has no, they have no right to. Yeah, I think I I, I think I have to agree, um, but also I think through the grandmother mm. who took it to heart when the preacher was, you know, obviously calling her out for using uh, chicken liver instead of, of some kind of other meat yeah. uh, when they were uh, greeting him. I, I I think they tried to show there that some people just put preachers and uh, and priests and everyone on too big of a pedestal. Sure. And they tried, you know, it, it was, for me... It showed the mirror to everyone, basically. I think you could argue uh, that it's less... Um, well, I think I'd argue that it's less that the religion would be the issue than it's more the institution. 
institute. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree with that. Um, and it's it's how I feel about life as well. I think, um, it, the, the institution is often um, corrupted and uh, oh, uh, used well, in, in terrible ways. But faith is not a bad thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, the things that people believe in in order to help them get through the day or to move through life or use as a moral compass, not necessarily bad. But it, it, but people then can also, but on the other end, people can yep. use it in that way. I guess 100%. we we have so many examples for it. Honestly, yep. uh, unfortunately, I wish we wouldn't, but yep. uh, we do. Um, but I I think in the end, for me, the movie was a masterpiece because how it all came together mm. at the very end. I I I think that's what made made it like a really really good experience for me like i know it sounds really strange because if you watch it hopefully you will because i honestly recommend it oh yeah um, i would also recommend it i like i'm not i am only being critical of it because there were certain things in it that i just didn't just didn't work for me personally yeah, i'm not yeah, yeah. I, I like there were just elements of it that i i found to be kind of hollow like i yeah. just didn't connect with uh, but I do. I still recommend it. I think it's a like a solidly built movie that um, does something that I think a lot of movies don't do nowadays. In that it sets a bunch of things up and actually pays them all off by the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, which, considering that they do have so many characters and so many storylines going on, is quite impressive. So you know that is. Uh, I applaud it for that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh no, no, I I, I agree, and uh, it's. It's really dark. Like we yeah. have to put that out there. It's a really, really dark story. Um, but it, I, I, at least with me, it worked really well because it really grabbed me. Mm. Uh, it, it really pulled me in, and I, I wanted to know what's gonna happen with these people. Like, uh, for me, I, as I said it before, the sheriff, uh, for me was just a piece of shit. Like I, I didn't hate him because he did have good deeds. Uh, like saving Arvin at the beginning and, and you know, obviously caring about his own sister to to a certain level. But if you can't see that your sister is with a fucking serial killer, then yeah, may, maybe you're not completely Do you completely think he normal. actually cared about her? Because I don't think he... Like, not really. Not to... If you compare him to Arvin... Oh, not, not on that level. No, because like, Arvin really but, gives... Like, really, really cares about really, the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think he cares about her more than how he his own reputation is, is tarnished by... Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I agree with that. But to a certain level, I, I would say he he does. Like, even the narrator says uh, mm. when they find the bodies that uh, she was still uh, his little sister or, or something like that. Right. It's, it's It's something like that. Um, and, um, and I, I think he did care. Yeah. Not as much as Arvin. Like he was the other end. Not nearly enough, basically. Not nearly enough. Yes. Or anywhere close to like half (laughs) of enough, to be honest. And, um, Leonor, Leonor or Leonora? How how was it? Is it, is it Lenora? Is it Lenora? Lenora? I think it was Lenora. I think it's Lenora. So we've just been saying a name wrong this entire fucking time. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) It happens. Um, um, I, they weren't even real brother and sisters. Mm. And Arvin still took her under his wings. Yeah. Uh, 
to such a level that he even ran around and, and beat up everyone who was hurting her sister, which was, I, I think it was amazing. Like, honestly, I fall in love with Tom Holland. I, I, like, I, I did Ooh. quite like how natural it felt showing very natural it fe- very showing natural. uh how he saw he absorbed all this stuff from what his dad did and how he then took that in yeah. took in all of the trauma that he had and how that then expressed itself in later in life oh my God, i actually yes. did f- i felt like that was a very it, it, it didn't feel like there was any kind of a stretch happening there there was there, there was no logic jumps in that and how he nope. start, was behaving nope. as an adult i thought that he that that that, oh, that how everything about that came across was was very yeah, oh, very that, well oh, done i agree i and that's why i say that his story uh came to a full close for mm. me uh because of how he started out and how he ended up like if if i have to choose an ending for him i would definitely choose the ending where he goes to war because oh, yeah? his his dad went to war as well and obviously uh his dad went batshit crazy at the end because he lost was, his love yeah but, but i was gonna say if if he if he goes to war then would would that not then um perpetuate a cycle that arguably should be broken because if would, you if yeah it but, would but he's already on the steps of his father on on, on the footsteps of his yeah father. but they, at this point he has the opportunity to go off in a different direction where he finds himself a nice little place and like makes a family and then arguably puts stuff behind him oh, as opposed course, to i think I, I think that's why it's brilliant that you can actually decide. Yeah. They leave it open. Yeah. Like they're not they're not telling you uh which one he actually chooses. Oh sure. I'm just saying uh, as as um uh, in choosing one or the other, surely choosing the uh, one or preferring the one where he goes to war. Oh, I would prefer that one uh, uh where he chooses family and everything. Oh, sure. Okay. Is, that, so you're you okay. So do you think it, it's more likely that he would end up going to war? I I think so. Okay. I, just just because how the whole story unfolded and how he became more and more like his own father by the end. Yeah. Like for me at least. I that's what I took off from that movie that he became more and more like his father, maybe not uh, his father wasn't a bad person. Not at all. I actually thought Not his father all. was quite. I mean, I th- actually I really enjoyed being able to watch Bill Skarsgård in this because the last thing I saw oh, him in yes. was was as Pennywise. So yes. um... <laughs> seeing his face was um... <laughs> being able to a see his face and b see him as not a total like a some weird alien clown um, there to terrorize children uh, was really nice because um, he's. It was. Um, if you arguably put it comparatively speaking, he's like he. There's an element. There's an element of true empathy in him, where he clearly cares about his wife and he clearly cares about his son. But he becomes desperate and does. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna bring this up now because I think it ties in. Can we stop killing dogs in movies? I'm really fucking sick of it. Like, I just think we need to stop doing it. Oh my god! Just yes, just please, Hollywood or whatever, Netflix, just. Just stop. Just, 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 just stop it's doing enough. it. I don't think there's any point to it other than shock value. I mean, I see yeah. the point of it in this movie. It, in like this they, movie. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. it very much has a very specific point to it, and it it, yeah. it influences a lot of what happens in the rest of the movie. Um, but Jesus Christ, I'm really bored of it. <laughs> oh my 
my god i mean like he brought it, this, it, this poor dog out to the you know the little shed in the back and I, he was feeding it food and i was like oh for fuck's sake i know exactly what you're about to do and i hate it already i hate i hated it as well but um i knew it the the second they showed the dog the first every, time, every I was like, time this dog is gonna die every it, time it, it's like they introduce the dog in a movie and like well that dog's gonna die and i'm yep. like great thank you for this honestly i'm gonna bring the, this up again now actually because we uh, we lily and i had a small discussion before we started recording about um a certain trailer that came out called love and monsters i knew you were gonna say um, it i wanted to say which, it as well. <laughs> which uh features dylan o'brien kind of hanging out with the dog for a lot of this movie but there's also it's the post-apocalypse uh, and he, they, you know, they're fighting monsters, and I'm like, don't kill the dog. Just yeah. be subversive and just keep the dog alive the whole movie. Otherwise, you are going to lose me. Love and monsters, the movie. I, I knew that you're gonna bring it up. I just, I was, I was, I was thinking it about it a lot. <laughs> well, let, let's 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 hope let's hope that they're not gonna kill the dog in just, there because they, if just, they do, I'm just I'm just tired of it. Just I'm, ju- I'm bored. It. Like half the time, it just. <laughs> isn't there for any reason other than being like hey look innocence bang i'm like great you know thank you, you know, um i think it worked also worked really well uh it was really sad but it worked really well in i am legend uh with bill I smith actually seen i am legend but <gasps> katie you're just shocking me all the time just I'm just here just all right actually i'm gonna put a piece out on this note now um i'm not going to have seen most movies <laughs> I have a degree in film production. I do not have a degree in like knowing all movies. I've actually not seen a lot of classic films. And uh, I've, I've mentioned this to Lily already. There's going to be regularly she's going to mention something and I'm like, I haven't seen that. It's just facts. I'm just silently. Honestly, if I'm being really honest, TV is my purview over film most of the time. I love movies, but TV is where I have I kind of know more about in a, in a sense, like I've watched more television, I would say, than I have watched movies. So we're just gonna... enough. That's that's why we're gonna have a TV episode as well, and and you know, fun TV talk as well, not just oh, movies. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that that one. I won't <laughs> I, lie to you. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Um, but go, going back uh to this whole uh dog thing, mm. I think even that one in in this. And this one, it it really bothered me because of the way the dog died and how he put it on the cross. It was like, oh. yeah, that was that was not nice. It was. It, uh, and, I did appreciate um, the fact that they did not show what he had done to it until way after, until like way, until yeah, yeah, uh, yep. Willard had unfortunately killed himself, and uh, yep. uh, the the sheriff came and and found, or he showed the sheriff what uh, where his father was, and it's like, oh, I see. I mean, I could tell what had happened, but it's like it's like they um they, re- they when they showed it off, it was like, yeah. well, there is the confirmation of what I had assumed happened. Yep, it was it was really dark. That was that that was the moment where I knew that it's it's gonna be really dark. It's like great, um, <laughs> a plus, uh, a plus. Uh, but I loved how that stayed with us mm. during the whole movie and how it actually. Uh, how the movie closed with that because Ovin went back yep. uh, to close down that chapter and actually bury uh, the dog, which was I think it was a really nice touch, mm. um, and and it it really showed how much of a trauma that was for him and uh, how he needed to 
closed down that chapter of his life with that act. Yeah. And I think that was that was brilliantly uh, put in there because it was so subtle. And then I I just I honestly I just I really love this movie. I do understand your points. I'm, I'm oh not yeah, I, and, and, and like I said, I I have no, I just I don't I I have no qualms against it in other than that there were some things that just didn't work for me. I do think it's a genuinely very well-made film. I just hesitate to call it a masterpiece. That's the that's my only caveat, I guess. And, and, and that's why I told you that it's it's up to Lily standards. <laughs> it, it was it was a masterpiece. Mm. Uh, I think mostly because it also reminded me of movies that I really like, mm. like it, especially in tone and and storytelling. Yeah. Um. And and because uh, you know when you work uh, with a big cast like this one and with big names it can easily turn into something horrible like yeah. valentine's day and and other abominations <laughs> if i'm honest uh <laughs> calling but... out valentine's day geez <laughs> yeah, sorry uh and and this one this one just worked like mm-hmm. even if you felt like the sheriff was like yeah i guess no there, there were i think there but... uh, yeah just some storylines didn't i f- too i think there were one too many of them or that they could have, I don't know. But I don't I know. It's just it, it, better it, it, than movies that use this tactic. Sure. Where, where they just hire big names and then it just it, it just becomes a mess. Sure. Like, it, I would I would say that every single person in it definitely had a purpose. Like, but like I said, I just feel like there would have been a way to. And I, I think there's a way of slimming it or like streamlining it. Where you, you would have if it would have worked if they cut off like half. The well, movie. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you would. I don't think you'd literally be like you take out like a whole section of movie and it's like it would work as it is. I think you would have to rework it. I think you, but I think that there's enough elements in it. Like I think there's so many elements to it. But if you did end up taking out one of the elements, you could still weave it together into something that was still good. That's where I stand with it. <laughs> To, to a certain level, I would say I agree. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't know why exactly. Like, I can't really put into words. But it just, everything just worked for me in here. Like, the storytelling, uh, the way they choose to have a narrator. And, and I love your idea that it might have been God. Mm. Uh, like, I can imagine that now that we talked about it. Mm. Uh, up to the point where I think everyone did an amazing job on the acting front oh yeah everybody was stunning in this movie stunning and like the performances are are clear highlight oh 100 i um and 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 it just as as i said a million times already now it just came to a full circle for me it Mm. it, that that's why i i think that arvin chose us to go to the war in the end like for me or there's a third option i don't know if anyone thought about that or if you thought about that but what if the stranger killed him i did i was worried about that i won't lie because he was like he was like he was a bit worried about falling asleep with a stranger next to him i'm like oh yeah i would be to be fair the number of cars you've gotten in mate and things have gone badly Yep, I'm like, honestly I... surprised that you're still trying to get in a car, <laughs> the stranger. For me, it felt like a little, little bit of a foreshadowing, mm. especially when when uh, the narrator said that he was afraid to fall asleep, um, and um, and that's why I I think there's a third option that we we might not want to think about, but in a world that it plays in, I think it is highly possible that something bad happened to Arvin. Yeah. Uh, which would be really sad, obviously, but um, 
I it, I think that that, that t- you could say that is a possibility. I just think it's unlikely. Unlikely, yes. Yeah. Yes, I would I would say that as well. But it's it, it lingers there. Like they leave it open at that point. Um, but if I go with the the whole of the movie, I would say that he went to the war. Like that's how I could imagine it being in a full circle of of violence, basically, because it was a circle of violence on on every aspect. Yeah. Uh, oh, what I find it, actually uh, interesting about it is that mm. despite the fact that Arvin does a lot of violent things in this movie, I would not describe him as violent. No, no, no. Which no. I think is an interesting balance to make in a character because there were movie, there were people in this movie who don't technically do violent acts, but I would re- describe as violent. Uh, I so I, it, I think it, it, it's quite an interesting character piece in that it, it it manages to make this this thing which is reprehensible into like, um, you know. He, it's like he's cl- he he kills like you said he's got the highest body count of anybody in this well other than um what's other his face yeah other than the serial killer <laughs> but like he's a uh you don't see a lot of those on yep. screen uh uh highest he, kill count he has, yes he has he has um, the highest kill count yes uh but it, yeah, yeah I, just... I believe like he kills bad people so for me I wouldn't say he does it out of being violent hmm. he, he does it for justice uh, i don't think he preacher. even does it well yeah for, for the preacher i'd say justice um just, the the, yeah. the 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 bait in the shooter um yeah. i just that's just pure survival and it is yeah. him and and the sheriff for that matter uh, Indeed. I, I, I did very much enjoy just how smartly he put everything together like he'd go around and he was like cleaning stuff of all the stuff even though I didn't think he did it particularly well I was like you are still leaving fingerprints on things you could be yeah. doing this better um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think fingerprints was a thing back then to be honest well like, he was it... clearly rubbing things down to make sure his fingerprints weren't on them and yet he did no, not but... clean his fingerprints off the gun that was weird for me because <laughs> it, it plays in the 60s uh, Honestly, I... yeah, I was thinking about the fact that, um, and I googled this part the way through. I was like, sixty-five. How long yeah. bef- after this, or around this time, was the first Zodiac killing? Ooh. Uh, and it turned out the, Z- the first Zodiac killing happened in nineteen sixty-eight. So it was like three years <gasps> later. And it's really weird to think about how that this, like, the the latter part of this movie is set in the mid sixties, because there is an element to it that makes it feel like it's much earlier because you don't see a whole lot of technology around despite the fact that you know the 60s weren't exactly the dark ages um like people had televisions in the 60s and yet you don't see anybody uh like i think the most that you see because i I started looking for these sorts of things um you know there was like people there was a radio and i saw a refrigerator and i think that's the extent of like the real like home appliancey sort of things because like the the house that he lives in with his grandmother is very old timey like the 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 house that um his father and his mother move into doesn't even have running water it did it did well i think talking about it i found more things in it that i enjoyed than i did after i finished the film yesterday i still wouldn't call it a masterpiece because there are very few films that i would even attach that that label to because i i just don't believe in that as a as much of a label i think it gets thrown around a lot and i'm like eh. um 
but fair enough, fair enough. um i did i there there it's a very good movie I, I and i would recommend it i just think that there's elements to it that left me feeling like there were parts of it that were hollow that i would have liked more i guess I, I would have liked to have connected to a couple more things a bit more, like the sheriff and his um, how his story sort of plays out in relation to Arvin's and whatnot. But, great film. We'd give it a very solid four stars. Maybe even four and a half. <gasps> yes! Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I I think you you did point out things that uh, I agree are, you know, could have been done a bit better. Mm-hmm. So I, I do have to agree. But I, I just can't shake the feeling that for some reason this this movie just talked to me. Mm. Let, let's say it like that. Like, yeah, I, 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 I think I could just connect so well uh, with the characters. And, and that is thanks to the actors themselves mm. uh, that... I was there and, 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 you know, during the whole movie, I, I, I was like nervous. I, I had all the emotions that they wanted me to feel. Yeah. I, I, at least I feel like, and it gave me something to think about. I do. I, I would say that I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. Like if yeah. you're a Tom Holland fan, as we talked about it, just, and you're young, just no. Yeah. The, this movie is an 18 for a reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just that you have to it's one of those ones you really have to go into and and be aware that it is yep. um a certain mood and genre and that there's going to be stuff in it that is not nice it's not a nice movie it, it's not, <laughs> it, it, it's it's really really dark like i can't say that enough it's very dark it's it's a typical slow burner movie like mm. um you, you need time to process it like it, it stayed with me uh for for t- like I think I will think about it during the whole weekend. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I might end up watching it again. <laughs> and I I would give it also four and a half because you did point out a few things that I have to agree with. So cool. Uh, I I think we are on the same page. I, I was yeah. I'm glad a- that we could make it to the same page. Yes. I you know what I I do too because I usually end up being really mean. Can't believe you didn't like my movie. <laughs> How can you do this to me? Um, it's like it's not and, personal. Um, I promise. <laughs> but I, I do try to be more calm about things because I did uh, realize that it is simply a fact that we are not gonna like the same things, yeah. and that's completely fine at yep. the end of the day. Plus, uh, you know, but- it makes for interesting listening. <laughs> Uh, most definitely uh, but there are some movies where I'm going to be like if you don't like it I will just um, uh, one of those movies was The Shawshank Redemption by the way guys but don't worry I liked it a lot yes yes. so uh, you know we, we're fine <laughs> we're all good um, so yeah uh, I think we, we are both on the same page uh, and it's a solid four and a half great start. Yeah. Um, so we we recommend it absolutely but 18 plus oh yeah absolutely most definitely. And uh, now on to something that I was looking forward to. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you're going to recommend. 
Yes. So now we are opening a segment at the end of every podcast where it's going to be Lily's Recommend and it's going to be movies that you might have seen, you might not. Um, and since I feel like there, we still have to wait with the let's talk about Asian movies um, mm. thing going on, uh, you know, uh, since I watch a lot of them and Katie not so much, but mm. I, I'm hoping to change her mind. Um, I mean, I'm uh, not against it or anything. I just haven't got, I've watched that many um, uh, Asian movies. And it's fair enough. That's that's fair fair deal. But I will recommend a few one. Okay. Uh, and uh, let's go with two of them actually. Oh. Um, and one of them is a big, big, big favorite of mine. And the reason why I absolutely love uh, Korean movies and it's Train to Busan. Uh, I can easily say. Um, and I know that a lot of people agree with me, so I can say it <laughs> that it's uh, one of the greatest zombie movies that you can find out there. It is very, very well put together, not just on a cinema level, but um, on storytelling. And it actually not your dumb uh, zombie movie where people just run around and, and try to survive. It it does have very, very deep meanings and and just amazing uh, stories in there. Um, I, I I would actually recommend a YouTube video, which I will put in the description, uh, where one of my uh, favorite YouTubers talk about this movie and uh, just lets you know more perfectly than I can uh, why is it so, so great. Um, it is, once again, an 18 plus movie. I would like to say that a lot, although I know that I mean, it's ridiculous. The amount of young people that come into the cinemas watching horror movies is just... I, like, why? Um, <laughs> here in Hungary, mm. uh, they don't care. Like, they're not going to look at your ID. They can... It's basically what they do is the age limit is just a recommendation. Like, okay. they recommend not to do this or watch that or whatever. Yeah. Which I honestly think it's bullshit. There are some... <laughs> really really dark movies which i honestly think that not even 15 year olds should see if yeah. i'm honest but in a world of uh digital downloads and streaming services what can you do honestly yep. uh, but i would i would strongly suggest that if if you're uh 18 and under just it's probably not for you um um it is it is such a good experience to a level where I actually saw it at least 20 times at this point. Oh, damn. Um, that um, it, it always shows something different, uh, which I truly appreciate because, for example, at the first watch, I, I was just like, you know, I am watching a really good zombie movie. Um, by the time I got to my fifth watch, I was at the point where I truly, truly appreciated how they built up different characters. And, you know... Um, there are a lot of talks of how you introduce characters and uh, how you build them up and how movies, especially lately, not doing it really well. But I think it works amazingly in here and and you do actually get a lot of different character types, uh, which can be translated to, to today's society as well. And, and that's how it evolved for me and, and it became... Uh, more and more meaningful with time and I would highly recommend you watching it and if I am not mistaken it is available on Amazon Prime for uh, that's I think that's a hundred percent 
and uh, I think on the US Netflix, but I am not sure about that one. It's definitely not on the UK one. That uh, I, I know that much. I'm just going to double check where you can find it and see if I can see it anywhere. Yes, please. And then the second movie is 100% available on Netflix. Uh, once again, a Korean movie, and it's called Pandora. Um, it's about a nuclear uh, catastrophe happening um, uh, in Korea, and especially after seeing the Chernobyl TV series, this one hit really hard because even though it is just fiction, so this did not actually happen, I just couldn't stop thinking about it like, oh my god, this is horrible and uh, how how can you even survive it? Uh, they made it so well and uh, they made it uh, from a point of view where you are following uh, especially one family and um, how their only son is is the one who's stuck in the situation where at the end he can be the only one who, who saves the day, basically. Um, it, it just that movie hit really hard i watched it yesterday evening uh it was on my list for a long time but i actually got to it yesterday and uh i thought i was gonna fall asleep because i was really tired but i i just i was so interested in it and uh seeing how it will unfold and what was interesting is how i could um see uh chernobyl in there especially in how the government and um uh, handled the whole situation uh they obviously i i i think for me it was kind of obvious that the, they got the whole idea from what happened in chernobyl as well uh because the government uh tried to play it down as something that was you know just not a, just a minor accident when in reality it was a major one and it took a long time uh to the world to find out that it was it was actually a huge huge catastrophe and uh i can help but think that after finishing the movie that we are just immensely stupid sometimes <laughs> it's, especially in this situation like i mean you're not uh, wrong <laughs> yeah i don't think i am unfortunately um there's there's a line in the movie where the president asked uh, the cabinet, like, uh, okay, what is our evacuation plan? And they say that they don't have one because it would be impossible to make one for thir 3 million people. And I was just sitting there because I can actually believe that line. Like, I can ex actually imagine that they have this big uh, nuclear power plant in there and they don't actually have a plan for what happens if something goes wrong. Chernobyl didn't have one. Yeah. So, you know, and we are talking about a much smaller uh, place uh, in the case of this movie because uh, they actually, and it, it's true, I did actually do a little bit of uh, research. Like, they are so tightly, they, they have so many nuclear plants that even if one of them has a major incident, it would affect almost uh, the whole of Korea. And, and I just, I just can't imagine it. Like, how can you not have an evacuation plan? Yeah, just not not. It, it's not. So this is the two movies I would recommend. Uh, Pandora is really, really heavy on subject uh, because we can relate to it uh, so much. And Train to Busan is once again for, you know, the adult audience, I would say. Um, but... I would say definitely check them out. They are a really good introduction to the Korean cinema uh, for me. Um, and 
if if we are talking about Korean cinema, I I think this goes without saying. But watch Parasite. Oh just... yeah, I mean, if you haven't fucking watched Parasite yet, then what are you doing? <laughs> yes, just just watch it. That and... is that is one of the only movies I genuinely would call a uh, a masterpiece. I agree. That I, I... I, uh, we already know. I don't say that lightly. Yeah, yep, <laughs> I do. But you know, I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree that that Parasite is is a freaking masterpiece. It's like mm, so good. Oh, if you haven't seen it, what what are you doing with your life? Also, I double checked. Twenty Busan is on uh is on Amazon Prime, uh, but you have to rent it, yes. um, or buy it. It's not available uh, on Prime Video. Uh, if you have a Prime account, you can't just watch it, and it's also not on Netflix. And this is in the UK, but Pandora is on Netflix because it is a Netflix made movie. Indeed. Indeed. So there you Very go. Valid, I gotta say, like both of them are really why uh, high production values. Um, I was really impressed with them. I I tend to have that really bad thing that I am doing that I. It takes a lot, for me to watch uh, foreign movies, because I always think that, you know, they cannot do anything like Hollywood can, and it's it's a really bad way of thinking. Don't do it. Uh, because once you open your mind up to them, they are actually pretty good movies. I gotta say, like yeah. I mean, well, you, it, it's always very important to try and em- engage in world cinema. I oh, have a number of yeah. movies that I got to watch during film studies that I, I really enjoyed. Um, uh, Le Hain is a very good one. It's a French movie. Uh, came out in the nineties. It's uh, stunning. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a movie called City of God, which is a Brazilian film, um, oh which God. I would also recommend highly. Um, <laughs> Not that this is my segment or anything, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're gonna have like when we do the TV show edition, that's gonna oh, be. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, there's gonna be. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I've got. I've got some stuff to recommend. Okay. I bet you have. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this our second episode of uh, the two of us doing a film podcast which also has other elements to it we're not just going to talk about film i think we should clear that up now um narrative uh media (laughs) but that's not as it's fun let's go with that let's go with that but yeah anyway thank you for listening everybody and we'll uh we'll see you next time i guess yes most definitely don't forget it's coming on every tuesday and every friday and we will have guests soon so be prepared i guess Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.